the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Rolled up to my Chevrolet. I well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem, and Alan is here with me, Andy is here with me, and we're talking about car, car repair problems, car repair. If you have a, a geographical area of where you live and you're interested in a repair shop that um, we have checked out and that we have uh, made sure that they're good for no matter whether it's a repair shop, a body shop, somebody who works on diesel, someone who works on transmissions, or even a tire store, we can give you a good idea on where to find our list and to sh- and to to uh, kind of guide you to a shop that might be in your your area of where your house is at or where you work. You can go to MarkSalem.com, my phone number, MarkSalem.com, and uh, you can you can uh, uh, take a good look at our best car repair shops, and we also have an app a best car repair shops uh, in Phoenix app on our website that you can download and uh, and you can have that available so if you get caught in an unfamiliar part of town you can uh, find a good shop in that area quality transmission is a good shop in Tempe he's the only one in the East Valley that I actually recommend with respect to transmissions quality's been around a very long time they're very reputable they're very kind They'll drive your car with you. They'll discuss your issues with you. They'll check the fluid level for you. They do all of that for free. So they'll talk and drive your car for free. Now, they're not going to do in-depth diagnostics for free, but they are going to, they're qualified, and they know enough about transmissions to tell you, okay, based on your symptoms, the least you can expect is this, and the most you can expect is this as we move forward from here. So quality transmission is on McClintock, north of University in Tempe, a great place to go. All righty, let's go to the phones and let's talk with Richard. Richard, thank you for calling. How can we help you today? Uh, hi, Mark. Um, I have a friend uh, that uh, that I uh, uh, helped the other day, and uh, he's got a, an 05 Chrysler Pacifica okay. with a 3.5 engine in it. Uh, he called me up and said, hey, uh, I'm down here uh, just off the freeway at uh, Glendale Avenue and 17th. And he says the car stalled, uh, or the engine stalled, and uh, would you come down and help? So when I got down there, uh, we found that there was oil uh, covered uh, uh, the front of the engine and the side of the right side of the engine and uh, frame and everything. And um, tried to tried to start it. It it did start, but it then it. it uh, we shut it off because it was making noises. Um, was it brown oil or red oil? It was brown oil. It was okay. engine oil. We, we checked the oil, and uh, there was nothing showing on a stick. Okay. And uh, so we got it uh, towed home, 
And uh, he had to go to work the next day. I went out there, and uh, with the help of his wife, we uh, poured in a, a gallon of oil, and uh, uh, and and then we started it. Well, before we did that, we pulled the uh, uh, right front tire off so that I could see into the side of the engine to see if we could find out because uh, it was not obvious where the oil was going. Okay. And so we uh, pulled the tire off and had her started, and I was watching the front, uh, um, what I call the front, the uh, pulley that uh, turns all the accessories. Right. And... Uh, Nothing was coming out of there, and I, did, I glanced forward, and all of a sudden I noticed there was a stream of oil coming out of there as big as your finger, out okay. of the front, what would be the, the side of the engine, but the front side of the car. Okay. And uh, after we shut it down, uh, when we looked there, the, it, it pumped nearly all that oil out in less than 30 seconds. Okay. And, and so we couldn't figure out what the heck that was all about and got the feeling up in there, and it felt like there was a pretty good size opening in there, uh, larger than an inch, which, uh, after having done some checking, looks like it's part of the oil gallery. Is it threaded? Uh, no, it was a pressed, uh, it, it, it looked like it had a, a freeze plug in it. Okay. And that's what the picture showed, that it had a freeze plug in it. Now, my question is, why would that have pushed that out and what do you think the chances of the engine being any good now? Well, I, I, um, I can't answer either one of those questions. Um, you, you're going to have to put the galley plug back in, and then you're going to, if I were working on this or Charge was working on this, I would pull the oil pressure switch out of it, and I would screw in a manual gauge, and then I would start it up, and if the pressure was 80, 90 pounds, I'd shut it off and tell the person I have to pull the oil pump out of this because somewhere along the line, um, we've got a problem when the, with the oil pressure regulator in the pump, and uh, and that's probably what blew that plug out is, is, is 80 pounds of oil pressure that I see on my manual gauge. On the other hand, I might start it up and find that the oil pressure goes up to 40 and then stabilizes at 30, at you know a thousand rpm and then i say okay well i'm going to go drive it now and see what happens so i don't know why it blew the plug out i don't know if the plug um, was blown out because of excessive oil pressure or because the plug simply didn't expand and contract at the same measure that the engine did and as a result the oil plug came out you're telling me a story i've never seen in 37 years of car repair well to make you feel better the guy over at uh, Bill Luke Chrysler said he hadn't either. Yeah, it, it, it's it's you know that and then as far as the damage is concerned, let me ask you this: When you started it up after you put a gallon in it, how did it sound? Well, as I determined later, uh, the uh, the the engine didn't get any oil at all because it's all going out that hole. Well, <laughs> and, and and you what you're hearing, what I was hearing, uh, sounded like lifters. Okay, well, that if if that holes that holes only going to leak. You're you're representing a pressurized system, and you have a leak in the pressurized system. Right, so, and then, so I, I'm presuming that they, the the system uh, the engine didn't get any of that oil. Well, it it it's in circulation. The oil's in circulation, so the oil pump has picked it up out of the oil because you put a gallon in the oil pan. So the oil pump's picking that up, and it's pumping it into this big circle. The problem is is you've got a hole in the circle. 
So right, and no so one's what be... I'm, you know, but with that big hole in there, the engine itself didn't get any of that oil. Well, you, you'd be surprised on how well um, the new oils protect the engine. Um, you'd be real surprised. Okay. So I, I, I was kind of interested when you put the gallon in there and you started it up. No matter how big that hole is, you're still going to have some oil being delivered to some critical parts. The question is, is was it knocking and did it sound like heck? Or was there a period of quiet before it ran out of oil? Because if there's a period of quiet before they ran out of the oil, then I would say there's a 50% or better chance that the motor's going to survive this. But you don't really have a choice. You can't replace the motor just based on what you got right now. Somebody's got to put a freeze plug or, or some kind of a, a catch back into that thing and start this thing up and go drive it. Okay. That, I mean, that's what has to happen. But... Um, I'd like you to call me back maybe next week and tell me what you find, because I've never seen an. I I know that there's some oil plugs at the back of most motors in the oil galleys, but I've never seen one pop out ever before in my life. Now this this plug is on the side of the engine at the up uh, right uh, where the uh, oil pump delivers the oil. Okay. And and from what I see in pictures, it looks like the oil doesn't even go through the filter at that point it just it just went right out on the ground okay well the the oil pump picks up oil in the in the uh in the sump and the very first place it goes is to the filter i know but in this case it it, it just goes out the side of the 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 engine because uh, from what I I've been told, and I'm not right. here with this all right. engine. I, I, all right, I understand. I understand. The the real problem is is that that I'm pretty sure you and I are on two different channels here. Okay. Because because I I'm trying to to visualize what you're telling me, but and you're and you're coming to a conclusion that that I don't I don't think is correct. But it doesn't really make any difference if you're better if you're better at this than I am, or I'm better at this. You're it doesn't really make any difference. We can sit here and and discuss whether or not the oil went through the filter before it came out of that hole or after it because it doesn't really make any difference so somebody's going to have to go in there and find out what that hole is going to find out what part goes in that hole and for all we know it could have blown the oil filter off of it and you're looking at the at the oil filter um housing D is there an oil filter on it did you see the yes. oil filter on it yes yes there was an oil filter on okay. it and there was no oil coming out of the oil filter okay or all on right. the side of that it was just it was just forward of that that filter uh, and the mounting area and it, from what I could see in a picture, it looked like it. Come, uh, the it was it was somebody. Well, uh, Bill Luke, I guess the guy, the service writer, Bill Luke said that that he thought, and he wasn't sure because he didn't. He's never okay. seen one either. He, right. he says it looks like that's where the pressure regulator is. Okay, it, it that that was going to be my next thing. There could easily be a pressure regulator. Um, typically, it's inside the oil pan, and it's not accessible on the outside of the car. Um, it could also be a tensioner on the timing chain. This could be an oil-fed temperature or te uh, tensioner on the timing chain. This could, no one knows what it is. So, like I said, we 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 we've decided what the plan is, and that you got to take it someplace and have somebody determine what came out of that hole. 
and uh, and we'll go from there. So, all right, good luck to you, and thank you very much, Richard. That's an interesting interesting story. It's, like I said, it's something. Have you ever seen that before? No, there's going to be a reason, though. I mean, there's going to be someone is at some point has checked the oil pressure manually and either left that plug loose or was stripped out that plug or something. Yeah, but it, he said, I asked him, there's no threads. threads. Well, there may not be any threads left. Oh, you, you, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. I mean... I, you know, on the uh, let's the Chevy small block. It mm-hmm. has two oil plugs at the back of it, mm-hmm. and but they're small. They're threaded and they're small. Right. Uh, and 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 he's he's represented as a freeze plug. Right. And so I, I I've never seen no. a freeze plug on an oil galley. So I think I'm with you. Something was in that hole and came out. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it better if it would have been threaded. <laughs> no, <laughs> because, right, right. Because we're gonna everything in an oil galley, everything in the oil system is threaded. We don't have any press fit anywhere. No. Right. So right, right, right. anyway, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. If you want to comment about that, you're more than welcome. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question or car problem, you can also give us a call and we'll do our best to help you out. Action Auto Repair is up at I seventeen in Deer Valley. They're a family-owned, full-service auto repair shop, and I've known Tom since 1979, and Tom opened the shop in 1983. Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, and the fast turnaround time, and they have ASE master technicians working for them, and they also have a master BMW technician working for them. So if you're in that area of I-17 in Deer Valley, you don't have a repair shop, or maybe you got a Beamer, and you're looking for a guy who knows Beamer, may I suggest suggest that you stop by and talk with Tom at Action Auto Repair, the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley. We'll be right back. You've heard us talk about how great our new 960 The Patriot app is. Well, now the app just got better. We want to give you something you can't get anywhere else. Download the app today for your chance to win a lunch with 960 The Patriot's own Hugh Hewitt at the Capitol Grill for you and a guest. Get the inside perspective from one of the country's top talk show hosts like no one else can. Go to your app store, download the app, and enter for Capitol Issues at Capitol Grill. Check 960 The Patriot for contest rules today. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. 
Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, call 1-800-815-6194. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. That's 1-800-815-6194. That's 1-800-815-6194. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Raised up from under my hood, and he shook his head and said, This ain't good. Time and bells done shrunk one size too small. Okay. All right. Go ahead and we'll do it again. I, I didn't see that. All righty. Too uh, many cooks in the kitchen. We got, we got, that's okay though. It, it, it's, it's all I, all I can do to figure out. This is like, this is like in a spaceship. There's so <laughs> many buttons and knobs. And well, uh, you, you, I think t- our old studio was in like the 1960s. <laughs> it was. Now we're like to 2000. It, it, oh, <laughs> no. Well, the, the, we built that studio in 1994. Yeah. My level's a little I low. Can, it's low in my ear. Okay, hold on just a minute because I'm gonna try to. I'm going to see. Now, let me ask you this. Is that level there any better? Uh, no. No? All righty. Hold on just a minute. Level's a little low. i got to figure out where I'm feeding him from. How about right now? Anything? All right. Hold on. 2PC. No, that's headphone stuff. So I'm going to look up here, and it's um, ISDN. I just, I just, I don't have any idea where, where we're uh we're at here. I'm feed. Uh, you're talking about my level or the whole t- all of us. My level. Okay, that's as high as I can go right there. Is that good? Okay. All right. I can be. I mean, I can go up to that high right there. Can you work with that one? Okay. All right. Well, we'll just figure it right there. Then we're gonna leave it right there. L- anyway. L- what was that all about? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Who has the squeakiest chair in the whole place in you our do. radio studio? <laughs> you do. You do. Okay, Kurtz Auto Repairs at I-17 and Bell Road. And the reason why I really like Kurtz Auto Repair, and I like all my shops, but I really like Kurtz for this reason. 
the idea is is that Kurtz is a good guy and he's made me look like a hero so many different times because people have called me with problems and I say where do you live and they say the I-17 corridor and I say are you anywhere near Bell and they say yeah and I said well I want you to stop by and take a talk to Kurtz the real beauty about Kurtz is is he is just a down-to-earth kind of guy I remember that this lady had taken her car to or her truck to a couple of different places and they all quoted her a new engine and Kurt fixed her car for less than two hundred dollars it was an amazing thing and of course she's a lifetime customer of Kurt's and a lot of other people but he's just a good honest guy so he's proud to be an independent family-owned operation he's recognized this year as the better business bureau ethic award in his category and, and that says a lot so he's been open since 1987 he does gas and diesel he has ASC certified technicians and he's on the northeast corner of I-17 and Bell all righty, let's go back to the phones because we got, oh, by the way, we have open lines available if you have a question, 602-508-0960. Paul, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I've got a 2016 Mercedes-Benz GLE 300 turbo diesel. Okay. And uh, I'll be going up north for three months. I'm going to let it sit for from uh, 1 July to 1 October. I'm going to have it started weekly, but I had two questions. Do I need an additive, or what, how much gas should I leave in the tank? Wow. Okay. I, I want to tell you that I think it's a mistake to start it up, and, and I'll tell you why. When you start the car up, um, the engine gets hot, and then it cools down, and it creates condensation. Oh. And, and that's a bad thing for a gas or a diesel. So uh, uh, I'm going to change your question, and I do know Gil did tell me what you said off the air. <laughs> and it was pretty funny, actually. Uh, he, he, he said something, folks. He said to Gil, he said, I hope Mark takes this as a compliment, but he's one of those few guys that has all of his manure in one sock. Was that a nice way to say yeah, what all, you said? All of his stuff in one sock, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a 25-year uh, military vet. Master Chief, and uh, that's what we used to say about guys that had all their stuff together. Okay. There's always a few of them. Okay, they, you know, <laughs> it's, um, I, 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 uh, I, I don't take offense to that at all, and, 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 and I've used that bad word you used on this Christian station before myself, and I'm sure God will forgive both of us. But um, I think what, what I would do if I were you is I would do this. I would store it full of fuel. Are you suggesting, Alan, an, an additive no, for no, six months? No. Okay. I, I'm, I'm with wait, Alan. Wait, you said six months or three months? Three months. Three months. Either. No. I wouldn't even. Okay. No additive. I think you should have the oil changed, have the tires inflated, have all your fluids checked and everything the day before you park it. I think you should store it with fresh oil. I think you should not have a 3,000 miles or 6,000 miles or 8,000 miles worth of a used oil in your car because it's going to have acids and some stuff that you that typically aren't going to be good for you in the long run. So store it with fresh oil. Make sure I would put the tires at maximum inflation, whatever it says on the side of the tire. The door sticker might say 35, and the maximum inflation might be 44. I'd put 44 in it if I was going to store it for three months. You can always drop the pressure down to 35 if you want. I'd roll up all the windows. I'd put a couple of mouse traps around if you're going to have, if there's possibility that there's going to be mice eating on your wiring and stuff like that. Um, what I do is I use a hot glue gun and I take a peanut and I hot glue gun the peanut to the mouse trap. Oh, I, I, 
I've got mice so smart that if I if I don't if I don't super glue that stupid peanut, they'll eat the damn peanut and they'll and they won't even trip the trap. So now, I said, that I said, will hurt the tires. Will it uh, sit in for that long? No, not at all. Not at all. If they were nylon tires of the 50s, then you're going to have some flat spots. But no, fresh oil, full of fuel, windows rolled up tight. Battery connected, three months will be no problem whatsoever. He may have minor flat spots, minor, minor, on, that, even on those radials. All right, all right, let me ask you then. They'll go away in? Less than 10 miles. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. Super, so, and it'll be under cover, so. Yeah. That's what I was going to do. But, Mark, I appreciate your help, and you're always uh, on my radio station every weekend. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Take you care. Uh, and that's right. That's right. Whatever he said. Hoorah. Um, yeah, the, the Marines. Um, he, 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 not too long ago, one of my oldest brother, um, who passed away a couple of years ago, was a Phoenix policeman, and he his good friend was Gabe Tarantino. You can remember that. And Gabe Tarantino was one of the chosen few in that movie, The Chosen Few. He was actually in that particular. It's not even fair to call it a skirmish. It was a, it was a war. And, um, and and Gabe would always say that to me, hoorah. And uh, and I'm not a Marine, but uh, I thought he, he was just, that a was just what, that, well, <laughs> I, I, I was a cheerleader, so. No, no, you thought he was just cheerleading. No, cheerleading. no, no. no. Close to a cheerleader. I thought that that's what they used to, 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 to respect one another. All no, right. And so, and I said to him, you know, I, I've not been in the military. I, um, they, Nixon called the draft two weeks before my butt was going to Vietnam, and 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 that's the best. That's as close as I came to the military. And, and so, so he just slapped me on the side of the head. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, Mitch, we got your message, and uh, we'd we'd like to see you next week if you're going to stop by. Uh, yeah, we got your message, Mitch. Uh, Mitch uh, used to work for me, and uh, he was a good technician, and he went out on his own, and he called, and evidently he has had this VVT Ford engine apart and fixed this problem, and he wanted to share that with us. And so we were excited about that. So, Mitch, thank you for uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for offering it to help. And, and if you come in, Alan was in charge of that particular fiasco, so talk to Alan. <laughs> yeah, I saw him a couple of weeks ago. He was in the shop. So. Okay. All righty. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. On my website, which is my name, MarkSalem.com, we have lots of FAQs. These FAQs have been created over 30 years of radio time. These are very popular questions, and you're more than welcome to go to MarkSalem.com and look at our FAQs. We also have a list of all of our best repair shops, tire shops, body shops, diesel shops, transmission shops, repair shops in the entire Phoenix area. These are shops that I say to you, if you go through the dispute resolution process at the Better Business Bureau and BBB tells this shop to give you money and they don't, I will, up to $5,000. That's how good these shops are. 602-508-0960. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. 
Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The journey to retirement can be scary and complicated. For the best advice and guidance to navigate through the financial world, listen to the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4. Make sure you're not making mistakes during the planning process. Know what to watch out for and how to craft the most secure plan possible. If peace of mind is something that you want as you prepare for retirement, don't miss the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4 right here on KKNT 960, The Patriot. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance, too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. After the hour, 11 o'clock, we got Andy up dancing. We got yeah, Mark be up glad dancing. We don't have video in here right now. Yeah, we should get some. We no, you know, <laughs> no. I'm going to tell you when they built the studio, they were saying, Oh, we need to put like three GoPros in here so you can fit video at the same time. Yeah, I said, no, That ain't you. never happening because you, we just never know what's well. When what, we do it in our, nothing but our boxers, then <laughs> we're going to see it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
I shouldn't say us. You, not me. Yeah. I'm always probably hey, listen, dressed. Hey, I, I, you know, the thing you have to worry about is, is if we had video in here, you'd have to brush your teeth every morning. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an issue. All righty. Automatic transmission exchanges at Washington and 40th Street. He's been around since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. Phil had a, a vehicle in there the other day, and he not only fixed the transmission problem, he fixed a brake problem for the guy because he saw that and he knew he could fix it, and he was going to fix this area anyway. So that was something that the guy never expected, and Phil went the extra mile to make sure that he got that brake. Because on the test drive, they found that he had a brake problem, and then when he started doing a, a, a diagnostics on the brake problem, it dovetailed nicely into the problem, one of the problems with the uh, transmission. So Phil's a really good guy. He's been around a very long time, and he's open on Saturdays from 8 to 12 for your convenience. So if you're in the central Phoenix area, anywhere in Phoenix, if you want to stop by ATE, Phil will talk to you, drive your car for free, and he'll also discuss with you all the, all the po options that you have. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington in Phoenix. Let's go to the phones and talk. Cusser, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, I've got two questions entirely unrelated. Second one has to deal with horse trailers, so I know you won't cut me off. Okay. First question. Two weeks ago, I was doing oil change up north near Prescott. Uh, I noticed a couple drops of coolant leaking out of the water pump area. So instead of calling you and having you yell at me and say, Cusser, you know better, just change out the water pump. I just did that. So my question is generic. Uh, would you use RTV and a gasket, or just RTV, or just a gasket in general? Okay. And stuff like that. All right. Well, there's. We just ran into this the other day at work. Go ahead. So, well, someone asked. Uh, someone asked. I think Eddie and I happened to be standing there. All right. What's your answer? Eddie said use one or the other. Okay. What do you think? I think one or the other. I think if it's. I mean, I, I guess it would depend on your mating surfaces too. I mean. That's the key right there. If, the if you've got a very porous mating surface, absolutely, absolutely, <coughs> you, it wouldn't hurt to use both. But the gasket's not going to fill a real porous mating surface real well, as well as rubberized RTV, RTV is. So if one half, and and what I like to do is, is I typically will take the gasket and glue it to the part, right. And then I'll use the gasket on the machine surface. So in a water pump for Cusser, right. he's, his, his water pump is going to be machined on both sides. So we're not going to be porous on either side. Right. So I'm going to use silicone on one side of the gasket just to hold the gasket in place until I can get the water pump on the motor and get the bolts in it. And, and I'm going to have that. I also want to glue it to the water pump because I don't want to have to scrape the gasket off the next time I do the water pump. So if I glue it to the water pump, then the gasket and the water pump goes in the core box, and I don't have to spend a whole lot of time doing the gasket. Right. So that's the answer, Cusser. Okay. I, didn't even, I, didn't I actually even use both, you. and I used a very thin film of RTV. And, so and, anyway. and here's what a lot of guys are, would say. A lot of guys would say that if you use RTV on both sides of the gasket, you always run the risk of squeezing the gasket out of position because both sides of the gaskets are slippery. So if you used it on both sides and it didn't leak, you, you did a good job. Okay. I Second question. I don't know if there's a wrong answer in that, in that okay. question. I think it just depends on the mating surfaces. Okay, I don't wear uh, both uh, belt and suspenders either, so, but, okay. okay. All right, well, I All do. Right. Are you making fun of me now, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Second question. Okay. My wife just bought a four-year-old horse trailer, and we gave the uh, older one 
to my daughter, okay. who has like a uh, 2015 uh, two-wheel drive uh, Jeep Cherokee. Okay. So I, I think that's front-wheel drive. So I think she's uh, she's got to get a different vehicle to tow that around. What are your thoughts on SUV, a two-wheel drive truck, or a four-wheel drive truck? And I will tell you that my wife has used a five-year-old. Actually, she's had it for five. It's a 10-year-old uh, Denali to tow with, and she says it tows uh, beautifully. Okay. So Two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive just has to do with your daughter, where she's going to load and unload the horses, where she's going to take the horse trailer. It's it's that's it. If if she's going to go from from um, a, a horse drop-off point up on the rim, from up you know from one to the other, or she's going to go to a place where there's a big old parking lot where you can park your horse trailer and then you know gear up your horses and go take a ride on the rim or go take a ride around a lake or something like that, then she doesn't need four-wheel drive. So I think the two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive is is hers. As far as the tow vehicle is concerned, all we have to do is how many axles are on the horse trailer? Two? Two. It's a uh, three-horse uh, plant. Okay. That, that, that most certainly, if there's two axles on that, that most certainly is probably 2,000 pounds a tire. I'll give it to you this way, 1,500 pounds a tire, so that's a 6,000-pound trailer. At least. At least a 6,000-pound trailer. So whoever tows that has to have the ability to not only pull but stop a 6,000-pound trailer. Now, here's the bad news. If I'm wrong and those are 2,000-pound tires, that means that you've got a 4,000-pound axle and a 4,000-pound axle for three horses. That's an 8,000-pound trailer, and then now we're in the three-quarter ton range with that. So that's not going to be a, a four-wheel drive Jeep Cherokee that's going to pull an 8,000-pound two-axle horse trailer. So there's going to be a sticker on there, and if not, there's guys, old guys, gray-haired guys that are going to be able to look at the axles and tell you whether they're 2,000-pound, 3,000-pound, 4,000-pound axles. But the gross vehicle weight of the trailer dictates what kind of a vehicle you need to push. And it really and truly, front-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive doesn't mean any difference to me when you're hauling a horse trailer because it just doesn't. It, it, it's, it's not an issue of attraction because if traction's a problem, then you need to go to four-wheel drive. Did that help you? Yeah. Now, now my wife used to use a two-wheel drive half-ton uh, Suburban with that same trailer. Okay. So... But you got to figure that he, Custer, she could have, I mean, are her horses 800-pound um, horses? So she's got, if she's, she's talking got. talking one horse. Okay, but it's, it's a three. It's primarily going to be one horse. If it's two horses, it would just be, you know, level Phoenix area. Okay, but my point is, is the trailer's designed for three horses. So on the, if we have three small horses at 800 pounds apiece, we got 2,400 pounds of, of weight plus the trailer, we're still in the five and 6,000 pound range. If you've got three horses and they're 1,200 pound horses, now we got 3,600 pounds of horse flesh in there and we still got a 3,000 pound trailer. So now we're in the 8,000 pound range. So the, it, the, the law doesn't care whether the trailer's got three horses or two horses or one. That gross vehicle weight of that trailer has to be a number that the tow vehicle can haul safely. It, even if it runs empty, it has to still be a gross vehicle weight for a tow vehicle. So that's the number that you have to use. All right, and I, I, I didn't even get mad at you, Cusser. No, no, I understand. And, I, and I, your thoughts on an SUV or a truck? No, no well, real difference? I, the reason I like a truck if you're going to haul horses is, is because my wife gets really mad when I put a bale of hay on the third seat of her Suburban. 
So I always yeah, like a pickup truck. I, I think at the gear, and I think it, you're, it's best suited for a pickup truck if you're going to haul a horse trailer because you still got the saddles and the blankets and the bridles and the bits and, and all the all the horse get-up and all that kind of stuff. So I think you're just far better off with a pickup truck. And that, you can get a diesel on a pickup. And, and yeah, if okay, you want yeah, to. Yeah, the horse trailer does have little room for the saddle and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So. Right, but it just depends on how long they're going to go. So, you know, sometimes um, I'm, I just hauled my horses up north, and I hauled three of them in a four-horse trailer, and I had the bed of my truck filled with stuff taken up there. I mean, I got to take their treats, and I got to take the clippers, and I got to take yeah. their they're carrots. And I, and I, what'd you say? <laughs> they're brushes. <laughs> they're blankies and, and they're, they're brushes. Exactly. <laughs> You're exactly Thank right. You. Uh, okay. And, and their tail combs and their main <laughs> combs and all that stuff. All right. All right. Thanks, Cusser. The lines are open. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. How long has it been since you last painted your home? If the answer to that question is it's been a while, it's time to give the Arizona Painting Company a call. With their proven expertise in residential and commercial painting services, the Arizona Painting Company is trusted by more homeowners in Arizona than any other painting company. Want to see how your home scores? Visit ArizonaPaintingCompany.com to utilize the free online paint evaluation tool or give us a call at 1-800-PAINTING today. Choose the best painters with the best and only 10-year paint warranty in Arizona with their gold package. Choose the Arizona Painting Company. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The phone lines are wide open, and we've got about uh, 15 minutes before we close the showdown. So if you have a car question, you can give us a call at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. I want to remind you that you can send me an email, and my email address is pretty easy. It's mark, with a K, at marksalem.com. Our website is marksalem.com. So mark at MarkSalem.com, and you can send me an email. And if you'll leave me a phone number, uh, I typically will call you back because I just hate to type that much. And the idea is is I'm going to call you on my block cell phone, so it's going to come through as a block number. But if you're expecting a block number, then maybe you can answer. If not, I'll, t- I'll leave you a message and tell you I, I'll call back in an hour, and I'll usually call back in about an hour. So let's go talk to Rex real quick. Rex, good morning to you. How can I help you? I've got a question on a 2005 Excursion Diesel, okay. and I love that truck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pardon me? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> love, just, love, love the truck. I'm the straight man here for you. Yeah, yeah I know. The, the, uh, the, uh, I love the truck. Couldn't ask for a better truck, but that, that motor is just a, a pain in the butt. That's, but go ahead. Is this the, wait a minute, six liter? Be, six liter. Yeah. Okay. Now, yes, before, it is. All right, hold on. Let's Just for everybody else. The one that the predecessor to this is the 7.3, and that motor is good and always has been Absolutely. Good. And yeah. those guys with the 7.3 diesel Fords, they can get as much today as they paid for them brand new uh, almost. Yeah, yeah, I mean, r- relatively, yeah. Okay. And, and if, you could find a, if you could find an excursion with a 7.3, that would be really the, All the right. hot setup. All right, hang on just a minute, Rex. So, so the early diesel was a 7.3. Then yep. we went how many years of the 6.0 liter? 03 to 07. Okay, so we went four years five of years. hell. Five yep. years of hell. Yep. Then we went to the 6.4. Four. Eight to ten, which and is proving to be three more years of hell. Okay, and then how about the six seven? That's so far, the new one. Yeah, so far we've had pretty good luck with the six but seven. It, so you're supporting my position that it takes about three or four years to determine if the new Ford diesel is going to be worth anything or if it's going to be the well, same yeah, piece of junk out, as the one well, before. But it's been out for six years, so okay. yes, yeah. Okay. All right. So you have a six liter and you like the diesel, and Alan likes you too because we work on a whole lot of those. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead with your question. Well, to your question, it, it pooped out just before the extended warranty, and they fixed it once. So, you know, at least I got that much going for me. Sure. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. But um, the question I have is about, it's kind of a road wander, and it, of course it didn't do that new, but I'm just wondering if there's, and shocks don't seem to fix it. Um, they didn't even make tires. You know, the tires were terrible that you had to buy for it because of the size, 16-inch. But I'm just wondering if there's wheels and tires that might be different, you know, have a, smaller sidewall or something that would keep the thing from wallering all over, or if there's just something that, that I need to do aftermarket-wise to, to straighten, you know, keep it from wandering around. All right, is, well, is uh, it and kind of, it's kind of, you know, they kind of wash around. That's a big body, and, you, you know. It, is, isn't it, we just fixed this. Didn't we just fix this car? No. No. No, okay. it's not. It wasn't all right. There's more than one excursion on the road. I know, I know. Well, well, just let me, let me, let me, let me clean this up. We just had the same story from a guy last week. 
Yes. Correct. And his, he had an excursion, and, and sometimes he hauls a trailer, and sometimes he doesn't. And he, his complaint was is he had to drive this thing, and he couldn't keep it in the center of the lane, and he was constantly sawing the wheel it back like and forth. It was like a ping-pong ball going back and forth. Two, yeah, if you, yeah, a bumper. That wasn't me, but it sounds familiar. All right. Yeah. All right, so, so what we did was is we, brought the, we asked him to bring it in, and, and um, he had put a steering stabilizer shock on it four years ago, and he said that really helped it, but it was just a really a bad driving truck. So he brought it in, and you drove it, and Eddie drove it, our shop foreman. Uh-huh. And both of them pronounced this car just on a mind of its own. It was just crazy. So what we found out on this thing was is, number one, it had a little bit of play in the steering box, which gives you the ping-pong ball effect. So we had to take the air box out of it in order to access the adjustment on the steering box. Correct. So we adjusted the steering box, and we took the play out of it. Then the next thing we did is we put it on the alignment rack, and we found out that the two front tires were pointed out. So it had a tremendous toe-out problem. So when you drive down the road, the left tire wants to be predominant, so the right tire turns outside the straight line. But they sit there and go back and forth, left and right, as they each take turns. And, and what's really was uh, unusual is he didn't have abnormal tire wear on the front of those, indicating that he had a toe-out problem. Well, no, that's not, that's, not, that's not true. He just had them replaced. I know, but I asked him later. I said, did you have any unusual oh, see, tire wear? I, I asked him, and, he sa- and they said, you know what, we didn't even pay attention. Okay. Well, I asked him, did you wear it? Was it feathered? He says, no, it wasn't feathered. And I said, do you have any outside edge wear? And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, that's typical Ford right. because of, t- of the amount of caster that we dial in on those. So he had, but I said, side to side, was there any variation? And he said, no. Right. So the idea is, is t- what was the bill on that? Uh, it was about just over 500 bucks, I think. Okay, that was a steering shock, a uh-huh. brand new steering shock, yep. adjusting the steering, the diagnostic, and then a line in the front end. Correct. And what else did we do? Do we need anything else? That's okay. it. But I, I think the answer to your question is is, is there that could be your issue, but there could be uh, other ones as well. I mean, it could be t- a tire issue. Basically, we just really need to see it. But the answer to your question is, is there's no question we can figure it, figure it out. It, it, there's no question it, it can be it can be. It's probably going to be one or two things. How many miles are on the excursion? It's only got about 150 on it. I, it's, uh, I bought other trucks, so I wouldn't wear that out because I just, it's just great for piling a lot of people and stuff uh, in yeah, and yeah. following a trailer and that sort of thing. No, we're, we're with you on that. What part of town do you live in? Uh, northwest, well, northern 15th Avenue. Excuse me, yeah, northern 15th Avenue, basically. Okay. I, I I would think that um, you I would talk to Kurtz uh, at I-17 and Bell. Um, I would talk to him. I would talk to Thunderbird Auto. Maybe out in Surprise, he's a little bit west of you. Um, if you if you go to Kurtz, ask him about because we put aftermarket wheels and tires on his new Dodge, and I know it's different, but you could ask him about the stability going from a little pizza cutter tire to a to a, a you know a bigger tire. But he'd, he'd be a good person to ask on that. But we wouldn't put tires and wheels on this to fix what no, he's got now. No, 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 no. We would get the problem fixed first, and then if you want to do wheels and tires. But uh, always putting more rubber on the ground is going to give you more stability, but that will not fix your problem. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to fix it by covering it up. Right. So um, it, it, it's, it's look at the tire wear. It's normal for you to have outside edge tire wear on both front tires, but they should be even. So whatever you got on the right front, it should be on the left front. There should be no feathering of the tire. The tire feathers is like the tire going down the road sideways. Okay. Right. So, and then if you ch- make sure your air pressure is the same because a low tire is going to cause you to steer hard because it's going to pull right, you're going to turn left. It's going to pull right, you're going to turn left. So each time you have to correct that. And then, and then, um, but, but 
an alignment for us, the problem was, is this thing wandered so bad that uh, I think it was Eddie guessed appropriately that it probably had too much toe out on it. So when we put it on the rack, we determined, yeah, the toe out was, was way out of spec. Correct. So that uh, we were all laughing because this guy said that he had lived with this for, what, 10 or 11, 11 years? 11 years, yeah. 11 years. He said he had had it to a lot of different places trying to fix it. And then he said, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to drive to South Tempe and have you take a look. On a 1 to 10 scale with technical ability, what did it take to fix this car? Not, I mean, I don't know, five maybe, four and or I, five. I agree with you. Because of the of the skill of the of the alignment technicians and the guys that understand the geometry of the front end, um, and we had told him that the steering shock was leaking oil and that wouldn't fix it. So putting a new steering shock on wasn't going to fix his problem like he said it did many years ago. Correct. He probably just covered it up. It just covered it up. So, but um, it, do you have an alignment shop that you normally have dealt with before, Rex? Um, you know, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, 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 um, I honestly don't know if we okay. ever picked, you know, change one or if there's even one on the truck. I'm assuming there is, but. Okay. And, and, and there could be that sometimes there's aftermarket shocks that we can put on there as well. Right. So is your excursion a four wheel drive? Yes. Okay. So we just hang that one bracket, one end of the shock off the differential, and then we, we mount it to the frame on the other end. And, and, it, and it's just a, a steering stabilizer. There is a noticeable difference. It's going to be something that you will forget rather quickly, though. It's not something mm -hmm. that's going to be there forever. But yeah, I, I think you just need to have it diagnosed. The worst case scenario is going to be everything that we just did on this other excursion, which was five or $600. The best case scenario is just you're in and out for $125, $135 for an alignment. I see. Okay. All righty. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Diagnostics is, a, is, is, is an important part of your business because you get the vibrations, you get the pulls to the left or the right and stuff like that. How important is it that you take, the customer takes you for a ride and shows you the problem? Um, it, it depends. If it's an intermittent problem, then absolutely for sure. Uh, but if it's something where they say it vibrates every single time at 65, I'd rather go out by myself and drive it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I understand that. I understand that. When you're running the front work, work on the front counter, Andy, uh, do you often I say, have you got 15 or 20 minutes to let us go take a ride? Can you show us what to do? Are people real receptive to that kind of thing, or are they on a time frame and they no, say they can't? No. Typically, people are um, receptive to that and okay with that. It just especially with noises, I like Eddie or somebody to go for a ride with them because they know their car. They know. A noise that's not normal but when we get in there I mean we don't drive their car every day so who the the rattle that is normal to them is you know we think is something we just chasing your tails when you do that kind of stuff and we and 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 we've learned that that on noise we need you to duplicate the noise we need you to show us the noise because we inevitably we fix the wrong noise mm -hmm. we fix the noise we think is bothering exactly. you exactly and and it's a valid repair but it didn't fix the noise you wanted us to fix yeah i still remember not too long ago where that guy had that problem he, i think he was out of maricopa and he brought it up to us and he had stopped and uh, and 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 had a really difficult time with it, and it turned out to be something very very simple, mm -hmm. and it was because he could demonstrate the problem. Yeah. Let me talk about Larry Harker's Auto real quick. Larry Harker's Auto is at 38th Avenue and in Indian School, and he's a great guy. He's a great diagnostician. 
it's pretty honorable to have all the shops in your geographical area send you their tough cars, and that's kind of what happens at Larry Harker's Auto. Bob is a diagnostician, second to few that I know. He can fix cars. He can diagnose cars. He can work with the customer to identify the problem, and he's just tenacious as a pit bull. He's been around at Larry Harker's Auto since 1967. Ellen runs the front counter. Bob runs the shop, and you can't you can't draw a better pair than that. So if you live anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, may I suggest that you stop by and introduce yourself to Larry Harker's Auto and say hello to Ellen or Bob. My name is Mark Salem for Andy Salem and Alan Salem. Thank you very much. God bless you. Wear your seatbelt, and we'll see you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.